You know, a long time ago, 1949, uh, first picture, 1949, first film. I've been shooting about two weeks, and uh, the producer came to me and he said, Jack, my name at that time was Vladimir, but he called me Jack. Uh, he says, Jack, you're going to win the Academy Award. Can you believe it? 42 years later, he was right. Now this son of a bitch knew. Thank you. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. And welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. Three guys, unlimited opinion, and a bunch of other talking stuff. I've got the tagline wrong. Another botched intro. Joining me today, I'm Bo Schwartz, and joining me today is none other than the the, 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 the person with the most perfect man bun in the entire universe, Michael Hodgins. Mike, welcome to the show. Arigato. I think that title belongs to um, Russell Brand. That dude, that dude has always a man he's, bun. He's got a nice mane of hair. Uh, speaking of manes of hair, we have um, someone with a great cropped mane of hair, Mr. Crofton Steers. Crofton, hello to you and your hair. Thank you. Thank you. Um, or, my, as he's my now known to the well, podcasting world, Mr. Crouton Steers. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't know you had a second name, Crouton. Oh, does somebody want to explain this that's not me? Okay, Um, as someone who texts Crofton on a regular basis, autocorrect has a tendency to correct Crofton into Crouton. And while it's not an entirely offensive name, it's in the vein of, like, lame names to call somebody. Like, Crouton's kind of the name of... I think we get you know, that. What, part. What, the, thing, the context he wanted was why we're mentioning this. Oh, not, yes, thank not you. the relevance of crouton because, as an insult or not. So, this guy, um, I don't know who the guy is, but uh, this guy made a giant map of podcast host interconnectedness. So, you know, um, if how many shows a person appear on, there'd be like links to all the things. And uh, hey, we showed up on that list, and um, unfortunately, Crofton's name was was misspelled for the world to see. Yeah, it's at Muffin Works on Twitter. Is the guy like I don't know? I, for the record, I just sent an correction to him to let him know. Hey, I'm Bo from Good, Bad, or Bullshit. That guy Crouton, his name is Crofton. In case you want to fix that, yeah. <laughs> he put a button for people to send in corrections. So I assume that uh, he he's interested my, in do, doing that. I call upon my legions of of Crofton fans. To email at MuffinWorks and let him know, A, that you appreciate all the hard work he did to put together this crazy graph, and B, that you demand that he spell my name correctly. And I, I call upon the legions of fans of croutons, the delicious topping for <laughs> salads, to email him and... and uh, Lobby for the remaining of Crouton because it wouldn't be great if Crouton hosted a podcast. They're pretty good. They're my favorite part of a salad. There really to be needs honest. to be a person named Crouton in the universe, though. Crofton, take the bullet. Or I bet there's a dog named Crouton somewhere. <laughs> I would note that, like, the guy just, you know, he writes everybody's first name on this graph in giant letters and then the last name in small letters. And I feel like there's, if even if I'm Crouton or if I'm Crofton, there's no others. Whereas everybody else, there's lots of Scots and Mikes and Dan's anything, and Jasons. It's the best kind of viral marketing because you're like everyone's gonna go. 
There's a guy named Crouton. I better listen and subscribe to the show. Maybe, maybe. Just to check it out. I'm, and I'm, then they'll get here and see what wonderful lads we are and just continue to listen because we do an okay show, right? Right. Hey, I just noticed something. There's a guy There's a guy who does a bunch of podcasts here whose first name is Mike, but it's spelled M-Y-K-E. Hmm. That's how you should go. You should, you should spell your name like that, yeah. Mike. It's you always want to be unique. Now you can. You just add a little. It's the most generic name. You should put an umlaut on the Y too. I think. I think it would. I think an umlaut <laughs> would do well. Why not? You're already wearing a man bun. You're halfway there. You should do it and like, I like how would I spell it? it Maybe nice. a Q U E. Oh, Mike. M Y Q U E. Mike. I like it. <laughs> and then you can just start a fashion line and sign your name everywhere. Um, another little <laughs> announcement at the top of the show, real quick. Before we get started into what we're doing, um, this by the time this show comes out, it will already happen. But I am, if you don't have enough of me on this show and other shows, I'm putting in a little appearance on the Gamers Inn tomorrow night. Um, so go check out that show. I'll be on it. That's uh, Gamers Inn on iTunes. I don't know where you, what you, the URL is. <laughs> go to amove.tv and find find the Gamers in there. Uh, but Who hosts uh, it? Um, so it's hosted by Ryan Murphy and Jocelyn Moffat. Um, so Jocelyn's best known for being a host of the Angry Chicken, and Ryan Murphy is best known for, as far as I know, the Angry or not the Angry Chicken, the 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 the, the Gamers in. And um, I had a, the pleasure of hanging out with him and playing some Heroes last night, and he's a pretty nice guy. All I'm Canadian to find pod- on this graph. All Canadian podcast. Hey, there are a few glaring omissions on there. I also sent in a correction actually for the Angry Chicken. The hosts are somewhat incorrect there, but. Um, I like yeah. how it's an inn. <laughs> yeah, it's the Gamers Inn. I'm going to the inn to have ale and talk video games with some Sweet. fellow Canadians. It's an all-Canadian show, so check it out. All right. Uh, any, 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 any other news, any other things before we get started on our intrepid journey? Nope. I have no announcements as I normally never have any announcements. Does anyone talk, want to talk about any dietary adventures they had? No. Maybe we should get a random topic going instead of going <laughs> Thank on you. on ad nauseum. That's what this show is about, random topics. There I you got go. the machine that's what, primed, that, ready to go. That's what I was looking for. Let's do it. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. Um... The uh, <laughs> topic today is award shows. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm, I say nice not necessarily due to award shows, but just the fact that Mike Hodgins for once gave us the topic right off without going on to some giant adventure what, well, what I was holding on to the topic and then releasing it at the I, end. I made, like I, of, I made a point of doing that for you, Croft. And what I was going to say before revealing the topic, because it popped into my mind and I have a tendency to do that, is, is like, oh, this topic makes me feel bored before we even start talking about it. Because <laughs> that's, that's what award wait shows. Wait until we're three hours into it. Yeah. In I mean, fact, well, we, we should just end this show with music going the, the the music going up over us mid sentence. That and is the, how I end every show. I don't know if you noticed that because we go. Yeah, right. On but and no, on. it should be before we get to the verdicts. It oh, should be like in be five some, minutes from now. I think our verdicts. Up. I think it'd be really great if we could play off Bo during his verdicts. 
Hey, you have long verdicts too, you mofo. Yeah, but yours are the longest. The yours are uh, generally yours are the longest. So we you get the you know symphony. John Williams would be conducting it and I all can that. Do, that. do we have the budget for this? Um, well, we can play the good, bad, or bullshit theme. It's it no. doesn't it doesn't smoothly you know gain in volume. It'll be kind of sudden, but well, okay, let's bring it back home here. What is an award show? Like we tend to think the Oscars, the Emmys in Canada, the Junos perhaps. Um, <laughs> basically a celebration often televised uh, to celebrate a particular usually in usually in the arts, but I guess it's beyond the arts, I suppose. But the tele the televised ones usually are about the arts. You got music award shows, TV award shows, movie award shows, and different categories. Nobody watches those. Again, an arts thing, though, yeah. Um, What are the Canadian ones? Are they the daisies or something? Geminis. Geminis. Nice. nice. There's also the the science fiction awards, like the Hugos and the Nebulas, Yeah, but those aren't award shows. We're talking about televised ones. There's also the Nobel Awards, but... So, so we're not saying like any any like live in attendance only type of no, thing. No, we're like talking it's about a, a televised program as a show, an award show. Yeah, like okay. if it's something you went to, it wouldn't be as awful as a it's televised an award ceremony, would... right? I think they call that a ceremony. Yeah, whatever. It's a <laughs> show. It's, <laughs> it's on the this TV. This is important. We're trying to de- delineate no, the parameters of our conversation. On the topic, it's, it's award show. Like, it it's wasn't clear shows. to me. That's why I'm clarifying. So All right, we're talking fine. about television programs, programming, broadcasted no, ta- award shows. We're talking about award shows. Yes, broadcasted broad- award shows. Broadcast award shows, yes. Okay. Just think the Oscars, and and it, they're all kind of the same. It's the same type of format. Okay. You have some host who's trying to be funny but often can't be because there's some horribly scripted jokes and things like that. And then you have celebrity people who come up to read nominees and, again, awkwardly try uh, to be humorous and fail. Hello, Val and- Kimmer. <laughs> that, that role you played in that last movie, that was very difficult. I don't know. That's, yeah, and then, well, and then there would that be funny. that awkward <laughs> silence where the person next to you says, Yes! <laughs> and then they say the go. nominees are and then some really cheesy music plays and then they read them out and then they say the winner is and then someone comes up and gives a, a really awkward speech which the music is played up over like you know it's funny how um, let's go to verdicts i'm ready to <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how there's there's uh you know ever i think i mentioned this on a previous show how how um, at one point when I was a kid, when it came to music, I thought that they would eventually run out of songs that you could you could write because there's only so many notes and therefore they can only be combined in so many ways and that sort of thing. And of course, now I realize that if that ever happens, it will be well after I'm dead. Uh, but for award show speeches, it seems more likely that they will run out of material because it is always the okay. same shit, both for the introduction and the reception of the award. So say you go out and you're presenting the Oscar in sound editing, you know, like there'll always be some sort of piece that they will read, like the two presenters that will be like sound brings the movie to life, whether you are listening to the machine guns cut through the door of a car or the blissful silence of a married couple's argument, sound 
brings our movies to life or whatever. Like it's oh, oh and they're having these. It feels like they're gonna at one point run out of that material, and literally the 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 writers will just go back three years and look at what did we say three years ago? People have probably forgot that one by okay. then, and then and I, then I, use it as someone who understands music. Music's been recycled for the past like hundred years. Like it's all the same note progression. They might use a different instrument, have a slightly different sound, but the fact is most of what you're hearing is not original. <laughs> there's only like six notes. It's like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and the things. Right, in that between. was a side topic. Award I know show. it's a side topic. So to bring it to award shows, because I felt like you know I, I want to enlighten Crofton. It's this is the one of the few things I know a thing about. Um, they probably definitely recycle all the speeches. Do you remember the speeches from five years ago? Nobody does. They can take it and send it again. Nobody's checking. No one. No one's like well, you plagiarized yourself five years ago. They're like it's an award show. It's fine. But if anything like that, the the fact that it's like that. So when I was younger, I would be somewhat excited about the Oscars because I liked movies a lot. Um, in my early late teens, early twenties, really liked film. I got into it, you know, and I, I studied script writing. This I'd be excited about which movies. I mean, so it'd be like the Oscars are coming. You're like, okay, who's gonna win best screenplay? Who's gonna be excited? And then for a couple of years, I'd watch it, and every time I'd watch it towards the end, I'd be like, oh God, somebody hang me, make this thing be over. And it took me a few years to realize, like, why the hell am I watching this thing? And because they're so not entertaining to watch, because it's like watching the same one every time uh that you know i I just realized it's totally a waste of my time like what positives are there to watch an award well i think that if you're a movie watch if you're part of the movie watching public you may develop strong attachments to stories that are that are films that are told to the actors and the people who made those films so it's another way to sort of gain enjoyment through you know, that shared experience of, oh, that movie was really good. It deserves recognition. I hope the Academy gets it the recognition it deserves. Which, like, for me, the reason why, why I'm, like, sour on award shows, nine times out of ten, the crappy movie wins the award. The giant turd gets the award, and the actual movie that I thought was good doesn't gets nothing. Well, that was good. That was going to be my counterpoint right there, was that you're talking about, yeah, you want an acknowledgement, but if you appreciate film and... Uh, feel like you, you you can analyze it well or know what you like and what you think is good, then you don't need someone to tell you because either either they're just going to a- agree with you and you're going to be like, yeah, I know, or they're going to say something and you're going to be like, what? These people are idiots and yeah, I, pointless. I think like to answer Mike's question, I think you guys are getting hung up on the Oscars first off. No, you're um, getting hung up on the Oscars. Just kidding. And uh, <laughs> I, I think that uh, if, if the reason people like watching award shows, yes, there is that there is the the whole like prize winning aspect, the same sort of suspense that you would get in any sort of venture where you don't know, and if you have some sort of emotional investment in the outcome, like Bo said, that's one thing. Then in, in, in shows like the Oscars, they'll often, because they their medium, film, is not necessarily too conducive to live presentations, uh, they'll, they'll do montages or they will do they'll, – they'll have like music from the film played. Now, on the other hand, I would say a large portion of shows are music-related, like the Grammys uh, is the big one that jumps to mind, but there's the American Music Awards. There's lots of other ones, the C- uh, the Country Music Awards. And, like, really, the majority of those shows 
are musical performances. And often they're, they're mixes and, and mismashes of, of artists that you would never see perform together. Might be the one time that the two artists perform together. Uh, and, uh, they, they make, you know, they make not only good music, but often like pretty notable moments. So I'd say that, uh, um, a reason that people watch these shows as well is to part to, is to you know consume some of that stuff, be it be it music, be it dance numbers, or people that are still into that, um, you know, lots of stuff like that on award shows. Yeah, I, uh, I I guess good point. I mean, I I can't really dispute the music one. It, it is a solid point if you like watching, um, uh, you know, televised concerts of. Uh, current music or whatever the award show is but i you know i, I yeah i i guess i i i concede that point i i don't have a counter argument i mean for well, me like you know my musical tastes are ones that are never going to come up ever in award shows because they're all well like, i don't know people. i would i would argue the opposite like in you see a lot because those award shows like for example the last award show i remember last year and it was they'll often bring back classic acts and and have them interact with newer acts and it was like i think it was the beach boys came back and reunited and they were with like you know uh, a, a newer band uh and and then often you have that with like sly and the family stone or something you know comes back and does a performance like you you induct artists almost into the hall of fame you give there's a lot of these lifetime awards that are given sometimes they're they're you know for actors or whatever at these acting award shows but uh but for musical um uh artists then they often do like a giant jam session i've seen a lot of the shows end with like giant jam sessions and like for to get back to the acting ones like I mean, there's a lot of comedians too, and I feel bad for the dramatic actors because really, what are you going to do with dr- dramatic acting in an award show? Like, I mean, uh, no, nobody, yeah, go up, be <laughs> intense. Um, oh, I really appreciate this award. That's great, Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> get off the stage and get Will Ferrell back, you know. Um, and and people people will will uh, tune in to see like the comedic antics of these of these stars but to to sort of defend the point that Mike was talking about earlier about the length of the shows and how they drag on often there's hosts and 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 they will attract you or as a viewer with the announcement of a host or a pair of hosts or whatever and everybody be like oh I wonder how they're going to do or this and that but really it's kind of a crock of shit they're there at the beginning maybe they do a couple of things but then it just becomes like this giant you know, set of commercials and then and then people introducing other people and 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 the host take a back seat. And if a host is really co- comedically talented, often they're sidelined. They're limited in what they can do. And and if they're known for an act, like Chris Rock hosted the Oscars. He has a distinct style. It did not necessarily go over well with the Oscars. Same with John Stewart. You know, like um, and and. Uh, and when Ricky Gervais hosted the Globe, the Globes, uh, and that's the one where people are allowed to drink, uh, he was pretty much insulting everybody. And that some people loved it, other people it rubbed the wrong way. And this is the thing: it's these shows are all about egos too. Well, I, yeah, I think, I think the primary purpose of these award shows is a vehicle for promotion. I think, having watched a lot of this stuff now. That it has to do with selling DVDs and selling CDs. A, a lot of these award shows or movie tickets or books or whatever. 
Like, having a very public pageant, a beauty pageant, if you will, to, you know, bestow awards on things, the real story in an award show is the people who are giving the awards, not the people who get the awards. So what is gained from this system is that there are players with vested interest in promoting movies. Oh, this is an Oscar winner. It's got three-time Oscar winner, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is all a promotional vehicle and has very, I think, has very little to do with actually honoring people. Based on years of watching it and seeing people get passed over like insane, like people that deserve to win get passed over movies or screenwriters or things like that. And it's hard to just say, like, I think there's implicit collusion because I know a lot of these things have voting systems on a panel of judges. But still, this is very much a popularity contest that translates into sales. And I think I, you know, at a certain point when I started to realize this, I stopped wanting to participate in it and propagate it because basically they haven't really earned it (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. Like. I'm tuning in because of the hype because, yeah, it's movies and people dressed up nice and actors doing their thing and it's cool. Like, I think acting is cool and I think movies are cool and CDs and stuff, but the range of options are so limited. Where are my indie movies? Why do we have to have a Sundance where some really brilliant movies happen? If you're such a smart filmmaking award-giving people, where are the unrepresented? Well, because they don't have a big corporate sponsor backing them because there's a couple guys in a basement. They deserve the same recognition as people from a corporate entity. Same with musical acts. Tons of great musical acts out there without large commercial backing. They'll never win an award show. So this award show is not an award for music. It's self-congratulation for promotion amongst a cartel of particular movie, film, theater groups, book publishers, whatever. These are cartel. This is a cartel trying to promote from within the cartel to the exclusion of anything else on the outside. Well, you know, it's a it, it is it is a good point and then it's the, the it's like it adds a level of credibility or gravitas, you know. Uh, for example, I was I would not have watched, I admit it, I would have not have watched um, Snow Dogs if it hadn't been with Academy Award winning Cuba Gooding Jr. In Snow Dogs, he lent his gravitas to Snow Dogs and made it. Disney uh, Snow Dogs, yes. Yeah, uh, I think actually there's up to Snow Dogs five. How is that? Good possible? lord! But I don't I think bet. Cuba Gooding Jr. But you know though, what? They might so. be great movies. Like there's people out yeah, there. There might be an it, audience it, for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and it's funny how they do that. Like I mean, the promotion thing is it's like it's like you're saying, oh, this is going to be good. You you know, Academy Award winning director. X or whatever, and I think generally speaking, that that stuff is not untrue. Um, it's rare that you, that you see, you know, Cuba Gooding Jr. aside, and a few a few <laughs> other notable, uh, and you know, he was good, I guess, in um, whatever Maguire. movie, yeah. Uh, that was he, he is known as somebody. There's a few actors that are known for winning their award and then pretty much pissing. They're well, think of Nicolas Cage. Like, yeah. Oh, he's a quintessential. So he wins Leaving Las Vegas, which uh, he was amazing in. And and then his two follow up movies are like The Rock and Con Air, and, <laughs> and and I think there's one other movie, but it's all like crazy low locale action films. Because as Bo was sort of saying, he's now built his brand. 
he's an Oscar winner, Nicolas Cage, and that allows him, it makes him maybe the flavor of the day that allows him to then, you know, land these big money roles. Here's where you see the difference in artists where it's like, look at a Daniel Day-Lewis who's very selective about his roles, who wants to pick projects that are going to further his art that are going to satisfy him in some way. And then people that are approach acting or their arts, not just acting, any art, as in, oh, yeah, I'll just do that. And I'll just do that. Snow Dogs, sure, sign me up. There's a movie Cuba Gooding Jr.'s in where he, he ejaculates so hard that a giant pile of cum shoots out of a boat window and lands on some people. I think it's, I can't remember what it's called. It's like Showboat or something. Boat There's Trip. The, boat Trip. That's, that's the, he's like, now that I've won this prestigious Academy Award for my dramatic role, let's go do an ejaculation movie. And so it's like. It's just That's like what's great I, about acting. It's pretty he's bullshit. Like, he's like, I don't care. I'm just not going to say no. They want to give me money. Sure. Reputation. What's that? You know, uh, but, but, a love of my craft. What do you, who cares about that fair, shit? And we're getting, we're no. getting off track of the award shows thing. What I would say to, what I would say to that is I have still yet to see a Daniel Day Lewis movie because most of them are un, uninteresting to me. They may be amazing movies, but on the outside, they don't draw me in. So sometimes there's something to be said. <laughs> but you're going to see Boat Trip for now, aren't you? Well, I, I have <laughs> Boat Trip, though. You're like, boat Trip, hey, yeah. I'm just saying. It's have you easier. seen it? Those, there's a reason. I've seen Con Air, but I, I, I haven't seen, like, There Will Be Blood. So... Um, I'm just gonna you know, say, like, not to peer York? pressure you into it, but you are missing out. Daniel Day Lewis is awesome. Cuba's awesome too. If you like that kind of thing, great. I mean, I love lowbrow movies. It's just a question of what are they accomplishing by giving the awards? If the peep, the caliber of people who get them generally kind of don't give a crap. Like, it's not. No, they care. They care big time. Well, if you do boat trip, you don't care. You're no, he that. does care. It's just that he's reached that point now where, like, he's essentially blown his cachet. He's been seen as a flash and a pen because you have a certain amount of time to. But but the idea is like a lot of them care with regards to turning that trophy into money, right? And then a lot of them care because they want to be recognized by their peers as a master of their craft. And I think this is a this is the thing that people begrudge, especially the Oscars, it, it being a giant circle jerk amongst millionaires. Yeah. Right? Hello, Mer- Meryl Streep winning the award like five billion times. Yeah. Oh, someone else so win it. Oh, no, you're great or whatever. You're a like, great uh, actress, but no one gives a shit anymore. Just be there was one. There was one year away. when um, Chris, I think Chris Rock was hosting and he made a joke about Jude Law. Pretty much like an insulting joke about Jude Law. And then when Sean Penn came up to do a presentation, he's like, Jude Law is one of our finest actors. And it was really like defensive of, you know, Chris Chris Rock's jokes because he takes himself extremely seriously. That's why these nights are made for comedians. They're made for um, – they're made for people like uh, like musicians and that sort of thing. Nobody really shows up to see the drama, folks. I I think that there's a lot um, of, of reasons to watch a show, especially in our day and age of like social media and wanting to to participate in water cooler conversation. And uh, like 
Mikey shared an example of when he was younger and wanting to watch these shows. I have a very similar example. I was studying in university and I was working on – I had a paper that was due the next day and I had barely worked on it. And the Oscars were that night. And I had put off working on it. I could have worked on it like multiple days before. But of course I procrastinated. Now the paper was due the next day. But the Oscars were on that night. And I knew that I was going to like – I'd be you know at school the next day and everybody would be like oh did you see that or did you you know like it's 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 a an event a water cooler event of which there's it's seldom sometimes there's tragic events in which you can't plan on your calendar and everybody's talk a buzz about it sometimes there's sporting events this is sort of like an arts and culture event which is uh the the oscars and so i was like oh man i i really gotta watch the oscars and so I stayed up till like got off like midnight watching the Oscars, and then when it was done, I was like, "Oh, I have to work on my essay. Oh, this is gonna friggin' suck." And and I did. And then after that, every year after I graduated, I was like, "I have to watch the Oscars every year." Like I, it was like this thing in my brain. It was like university was preventing me from watching the Oscars, and now that I was done, every year I was gonna watch the Oscars. So I watched it year in, year out. And then I got to being like Mike at a certain point. I'm like, and I think it was last year. I was, it was the first year. And it was a big break for me where I was like, I am not watching the Oscars you this year. I haven't seen long? any of the movies. Yeah, yeah. I had waited long. Maybe it was the year before. Man, I can't remember. I, the, the, the call, the desire for all of us to have fun and believe in something is real. Unfortunately, award shows have trivialized that desire and the things that they do. Um, here's another, let, let, here's another, let's take another shot. I, I got another, uh, I put another shell into my shotgun of award show hatred. Um, you can't, you shouldn't win awards that say you're the master of your art or you're the best person when you're like under 40, maybe even under 50. There's nothing worse than a 20 year old winning some award. Like, yeah, you did a good job, but it's like, oh, you've arrived. You deserve recognition when there are like countless other people who have been working their asses off their whole life and also put in a good performance, but because a movie was about slavery or about something topical that they have to give it to some young ingenue. Like, I don't think that... I think maybe they can make a Young People's Award show for good job they young people. They have those. They got, like, the Teen's Choice Awards. Maybe you should watch no, them. I think th- it, that it is to be no, 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 because old people can win that. That, that I, What I'm saying is they need a category for, like, under a certain age because you because when you mentioned master of a craft, no one's a master in their 20s. No one's a master of shit then, in their 20s. But then by that, by that, but then what happens is you get people like, see, Denzel Washington, who a lot of people said got overlooked for all these great movies he did, and then he won for Training Day, and people were like, "Training Day, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. better that movies than not that." Not the best movie Denzel Washington. Was well, in. that's what I mean. So, so then they're saying, "Like, okay, we better, we got to give this guy the Oscar because he's been in all these good movies, and we gave it to other people, so he he's needs to get to it." Get old. Yeah, and then it's like, and then that's not the right. But then reason that's bullshit because that's not the that's not what the award is. It's for best performance in the yeah, year. So. exactly. But you are putting now these categories. You're being like, it's bullshit that yeah, young, young people, people get suck. it. They're the not best masters actor at anything. Every year could be a young person. No, it doesn't no. have to be an old person all the time. That's just no. ageism. But it's like it's the, it's look. Fun. It should be exceedingly rare. I'm not saying they close the door completely, but people should. They, there's like lots of young people that win all the time and get nominated. It seems ludicrous to me. No one is 
No one at 20 is good at anything unless you are a you have a mental problem and you're genius and that's what gives you the ability to do physics and all that kind of crap. It is exceedingly rare. It is not exceedingly rare. Statistically representative at award show. There are plenty of young people getting all kinds of attention they don't deserve because it's part of the cartel's marketing machine. They want the young to invest in the young people as legends so that they can, you know, do business with them for long periods of time. All right, I disagree. Anyway, um, <laughs> the uh, I think I think that Bo's uh, rationale though about a cartel and the marketing stuff is good. Like, and it it, it makes uh, it makes sense. I don't think that that necessarily makes something bad just because it's part of an ongoing sales uh, process. Because you could argue that literally everything in the world they're not is, transparent is like about that. It. They're not, but they're not tra- like. But a lot of businesses, says, you know their business and they have business objectives. When that's not front and center in the production you're doing, it's I, a lie I think of it's omission. It's pretty clear when there's a bunch of ads and stuff like that that this is that you're watching on TV that this is a, a money making venture, right? There, I don't think it's there's clear. always talks about the, how many rating, what the ratings were for the Oscars every year or award shows. I mean, how many tick you, you see on these entertainment websites? How many CD sales or MP3 or whatever iTunes chart? Bumps that there were based on artists at performing shows. I think it's pretty transparent that like that's third these party. Are, that's third party reporting. That's not the organization itself being front and center with it. I, what, what do you? What do you? I don't understand what you expect out of the shows. Look, you when I see them an advertisement, like I see a line that says, at the yes, beginning of the show. This is a paid like, advertisement. This is an infomercial. <laughs> Because we do that with infomercials and all that. Co- Why do they get the exception? Oh, there's it's a lot of a, things. It's an award show. Well, yeah, guess there's what? a lot of things. This like is that, a, this though. is a promotional uh, um, uh, propagandist tool. Well, but the, but Bo, like half half of movies exist because of product placement. That's true like, too, I mean, and that is on, also a problem. Like that. that that is true, and that is also all, a problem. All sporting all sporting events. Yeah. All video game things, like anything, it's all it's all like that. Like this is just, I, I agree with what you're saying, but at the same point, it, to have, I I think it's just a well, little blown. And, and to take it a step back, it's kind of like if they put a disclaimer at the start of the Oscars saying like, "There's a, this is promotional, blah blah blah," it wouldn't stop them from sucking and being boring. Well, that's <laughs> you know? true, that's but what, I would want them to say we have limited the pool but, of candidates to films owned right, and operated okay. by these studios. That information try- is not easily available. Okay, my point was again. I, you know, your point is made. I get it, uh, but it's like whether or not they do that, the award shows themselves are still horribly boring, <laughs> in my view. And even the music ones. Like, if I want to say now, I've said it before, and you, you, you know, this is like a mic quotable. There's yeah. nothing worse. And this is coming back to the music ones. There's nothing worse than hearing a musician speak. It's just painful. <laughs> Anytime, any musician that, that I've liked, and then you hear them in an interview or giving a speech, and I'm like, oh, God, I wish I hadn't heard that. Just shut up and play music. It's almost <laughs> always disappointing. Not one. Uh, you know, not a lot, lot of generalizations is episode ageism and, I, like, I will say, I will say sort of Neil stuff. Young is annoying to listen to, and I love I'm, his music, but I can't Almost stand. all of them, yeah. Like, but that's the thing. Almost any any musician that you're like, man, I really dig this musician, and then they start speaking, and you're like, I, well, I wish I really hadn't idiot. heard them speak yeah. that much. I was like, because they'll say something that'll, re- and now an actors might be like that too, um, but uh, you know, because it's like you have a sense of them from acting, and then you start to learn about the personality. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I like them better when they're pretending to be someone else. Uh, again, like these things are just terrible to watch, um, and it, I think it, for me, it comes back to like, 
you know, if if you're consuming art of any kind, you know, music, theater, movies or whatever, I really feel like you as a consumer of that, you have to judge and appreciate it on its own merit and what it means and speaks to you. An award show does nothing. Like if, if someone says this is an Academy Award winning movie and then you, you watch it and your taste, it doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't speak to you. You don't like it. Good enough. You know, like that's what that's that's the thing with art. There's no like this art is the best period. And if you don't like it, you're an idiot. You know, everything is subjective to some extent, and award shows are a lot of crap because they're saying, like, oh, this one's the best. And it's like – and I really think that for for as a consumer of art, just, you know, if you like something, if you think something was a good performance, acknowledge it in the moment, appreciate it. You know, they don't have to have some – those are golden trophy to acknowledge. Those are good feelings. Uh, they honestly are, but but it doesn't. What you're shitting on is criticism and, and the ability uh, and, and the interest of other people in criticism about the things that they consume. So award shows are essentially the the um, the positive criticism. And they're 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 selecting the best of the best, and they're 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 like saying you know. Kudos, you did a good job. Like at at their core, that's essentially what they're trying supposedly trying to do. So when you, when you read a review of a movie or something, or a review of a song or anything like that, that's criticism as well. Often it's more a negative, constructive, whatever, saying especially if it's not a good one or whatever. Um, and I and I I think that uh, I think that there's an interest in criticism and there's an interest in celebrating works and stuff and. It, and maybe and definitely they've gone too far with where they currently are with their with their award shows. I still really enjoy the music ones, but uh, you know, um, I th- even those I'm starting to get they're not they're not must see TV anymore. In the social media world we're in, there's now an increased um, idea of like live tweeting events and participating in events and there's an attraction that these giant large-scale events give so i mean i see a lot of positives surrounding them still however there is a lot of you know there is a lot of crap and you guys have drawn a lot of attention to it i would say though that a lot of your comments have been based on huge generalizations ageism careerism that sort of stuff well i i didn't make the comment about the ageism i'm not gonna have you saddle with with that but um Back to about the criticism thing, it's – I'm not shitting on criticism because I don't think that that applies to award shows. I think that there's – if you want to hear – read critiques of art, you can find them and there will be positive ones and negative ones. And the difference is that they say why they think it's good. If you – a good critic – you will make you think differently or, or about a piece in a critically in a critical way. Award shows do not. They they show like they're like, here's a bunch of movies. They show little clips from it and then they say, the winner is and then that's the winner. You know, I'm like there's no well, they, they do, say, No, in for best picture at the Oscars, they do montages or ex, um yeah. of people talking about the movie, explaining why it's good throughout the night each each p- picture gets a presentation during the night explaining why it's a candidate for best. Yeah, but picture. but again, it's like they don't. So they're all going to be positive, right? So right. and then this one is the best. There's no explanation of why that movie is better than these other four movies. It just wins. A bunch it's of not the like Illuminati this, votes behind the scenes. The yeah, field, like the I whatever, mean, it's like not it's, transparent and it is based kind of on votes. It's a popularity contest, and that's fine. But again, a popularity contest is pointless for you as a consumer. It's 
It's like, oh, the Academy gave this award. It's like they agree it's the best. That might mean What's their you criteria? might agree with them one year and you might totally disagree with them the other. It's pointless. It serves no point and the process of watching them destroys your soul. So <laughs> this, the people who make up each Academy, you can find out. So for the Academy of Arts and Sciences, this is one of the criticisms, right? Because you see a lot of directors in the in when it comes to movies that will be actors that will win the oscar so clint eastwood mel gibson robert redford guys who were actors first still great directors but they will beat people who are like career directors and one of the reasons for this they've determined is that a lot of uh, the people who vote are actors because uh, and we know what i think about actors um, but uh, because they make up, they make up the the Academy of uh, Arts and Sciences from from you get like a a golden ticket, if you will, once you have been in enough movies or been a producer long enough or whatever. So there's producers, there's directors. These are all the people making movies in Hollywood. So as Bo said, the Illuminati, right? And eventually you can become part of the Illuminati. But most of them are actors, and so they have more of a tendency to vote for actors in when they are in other categories, right? So obviously like you can learn this sort of stuff if you're if you're interested in learning it and yes it's somewhat bullshit but these are the people that are making movies and they're voting on what they feel is the best one there are people who are making music that are voting on who they feel is the best one so yes it's bullshit in a way but it is still it's a recognition from their peers and it gives you like as a consumer in terms of a marketing machine it gives you not peace of mind but like an idea like this is seen as quality by the collective you know creative people in this business it is business though and i think everybody is pretty aware of that but even that other stuff i'm just like as you're saying all that stuff i'm just like yeah but who cares like who cares like if a song wins best song and i personally don't like it then i really don't care if it won the best song it does i don't like it whatever good for them you know i don't wish them ill i suppose but you've it never watched a movie because it was nominated for an oscar or because uh, it you know it won I an ha- Oscar. I have. I have tons of time. Yeah, I have. When I was young and naive, and now that I'm old and cynical, I realize that that's not a good reason to watch a movie. I mean, and and okay, I should I should pull that back a bit because most movies that are nominated for Academy Awards are good movies. They are. Uh, but it's not all of the good movies that come out in a year. And just because one isn't nominated doesn't mean it's, it's not just as good as some of those. Uh, it's sure it's a great simple way to be like here are five movies that you that you'll enjoy watching. Sure, or you might get something out of. But that's not you know there might be dozens others that that just didn't make the cut for whatever reason. And it's almost an arbitrary reason. Like why five? And I know they upped it to ten for the Oscars or whatever. But again, it's. It's just like even to get into the nominee thing, it's sort of like it's all subjective. I definitely watch movies because of the Academy Award thing, and I hate it. But at the same time, the industry is recognizing its best works within that nebula. So Is that if, why you watched uh, Boat Party? I didn't watch Boat Trip. I just heard of it. Boat Trip? Seen, no. Academy Award. Pro- you seem pro- to know a lot of details about prof- the scenes. Well, I heard a conversation on another podcast about it, and then I checked out the clip on YouTube and, and just that one minute because I wanted to see it for myself. He indeed ejaculates everywhere. Um, a <laughs> <laughs> like, man's an Academy Award winner. I know. Uh, well, it, it's so, it, he ejaculates so strong it breaks a ship window and lands on some men out on the boat. That's well, I have to admit that is powerful. It's a very powerful ejaculate. Um, and a powerful scene. In show me the money, Jerry. <laughs> All right, so let's go to verdicts. You guys ready for verdicts? Cause yes, God damn I feel like it, we're yes. descending into madness. 
right, I'm going first. I'm just I'm gonna lead right off. Damn it! I wanted to go first. I want to go I'm first. You guys, because I want to give Crofton a chance to to shit on me, um, because I may fire some shots. Uh, nothing too bad though. All I want to say is that award shows are paid advertisements. They are operated by the cartels that represent them. In this sort of, it's you know it, it benefits only those players in that industry, and I think our participation in it enables all of that and that's kind of what i hate about it is that it's it's sales first artistic integrity later i take extreme issue with being a called an ageist i feel that it minimizes my argument which is not that they should be discriminated based on age just that you know a welder 30 years in the industry is more statistically likely to be better at his job than someone has been doing it for a week or was in their first movie so a young person can win it but on the whole I would should think more older people should be winning all the awards in all the categories. Um, so, with those two issues aside, I just want to say I think award shows are bad. Um, I don't like them. I think they bring out the worst in humanity. They definitely bring out the worst in me. I think this is the most vitriolic I've been on an episode of Good, Bad, or Bullshit. I hate award shows. Me next, me next. <laughs> yeah, Go. I also hate award shows very much. I'm super biased in, in, in my rating of this one. They're the worst things to watch. They are a waste of airtime uh, to watch, again, self-important people congratulate each other based on subjective bullshit. Uh, and ultimately, it's, it's art. As a consumer of art, go watch what you like. You know, take the recommendations with a grain of salt. Don't expect it to be gospel. I just I can't stand them. I feel like they're a complete waste of time, energy, and money, and they are bad. Okay, Crofton. Now explain why they're good. You still yeah, his opinion's valid. I, I want to hear this because even though <laughs> I think they're I bad, I still watch them. So. He was how, do you, how, how do you know that I'm going to say that they're good no. just because you guys look, you guys are extremists on this topic, which is my verdict time. Um, you guys are essentially extremists on this topic, and it, which is difficult because I have I'm now torn between trying to balance out our panel with non extremism or just saying what I actually think. No, about. say what you think. This is but your I, time. My verdict, my verdict. So to to say what I think about about a topic, right? So the the thing about award shows is that they are a they are intended to be a celebration of generally in the case of televised award shows, artistic uh, merit, achievement, all that sort of thing. There's seldom uh, moments where we take stock of where we are as a society with regards to arts and culture. Um, and I mean, there's a lot of pro sports out there. There's a lot of like industrial stuff. There's a lot of uh, commercial stuff, but like to, to celebrate uh, creating in whatever fashion, I think that there, there is merit there and there will always be merit there as to award shows and how they're handled in today's society. I admit, I like watching a fair amount of award shows, although I'm kind of, I'm kind of over it right now, especially with the film ones, because honestly, there's there's not much in terms of new content during the award shows, like there is on the music shows uh, that I that that I'm enjoying at the time. So mostly, I don't watch them. And all the points that Mike and Bo made about the content are generally right on. A lot of it is like self-aggrandizing bullshit. Bo's uh, giant uh, conspiracy theory about the cartels is really not that far from reality. 
and uh, is uh, it is a marketing it is a marketing machine and. For that, for that reason, the fact that there is all this crap, this commercial crap, um, the, the, this bullshit in terms of the show, how it's put together, the length of them, um, the way that you get nominated, the, the way that you win awards, uh, that takes away from what I think is a noble endeavor overall and something that we can all sort of participate in and enjoy and provide sort of an alternative to some other sort of entertainment practices out there. I'm going to have to go and sit, go with my heart. And what I thought when this topic first came out uh, is that it is uh, bullshit. So award shows are bullshit. And I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm on a solid streak of bullshit right now. I'd like to check, but I, yeah, I, every you better, episode... You better make sure you don't break your toilet. Every episode, I keep thinking, like, this time I won't do bullshit. But, like, for then topics like award shows come out, you know? Like, what the hell am I supposed to do? So. <laughs> They're a wonderful celebration of the arts and achievements. <laughs> How could they be anything but good, Crofton? You know, I was laughing at pretending this shit on you because you were the only one who wasn't like, these things suck. <laughs> That's why yeah, I was we laughing. Kind of these things are crazy. These are ridiculous shows. I can't believe it. We did euthanasia. This is worse. We did, you know. <laughs> not only not only is it a waste of money, time, and energy, it's a waste of tuxedos. God, I think all, all right. those tuxedos people are wearing. All right. Listen, if you think that award set shows, award shows are a waste of tuxedos or a waste of anything else, or not a waste, but a great use of resources, write in and tell us what you think. <laughs> write to us. We'll read your email or your letter or play your voice memo on the air uh, for us to discuss. I, I could promise see it will now. be nice. Dear GBB, this is Cuba Gooding Jr. And I have to say I disagree and I don't appreciate your characterization of the Snow Dogs franchise or boat trip. But, I, but for the record, I did ejaculate all over a boat. He's like that was that was that was all me. No stunt double needed. That's right. also how I won the Academy Award. So you know what I'm if mean? you'd like, to, if you're Cuba Gooding Jr. and you'd like to write into the show, you can write into us at goodbadbull at gmail Did you find this show somewhere and or figure want to figure out how to subscribe? I'm here to tell you how. Go to goodbadbull.com. There you'll find links to subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher or your RSS reader. Want to follow us on social media? You can find links. Also, to Facebook on the goodbadbull.com site, you can go to Twitter, twitter.com slash goodbadbull. We have a subreddit. No one's in it, so if you'd like to take the mantle and get started, that's uh, slash r slash goodbadbull on the Reddit. We have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash goodbadbullshow. There you can find video editions of all our show. They're also embedded in the post on our sites. So there you go. Do you want to support the show? Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash goodbadbull. Check it out. Uh, show will always be free, but if you'd like to donate some of your hard-earned money to us, even just for the price of a cup of coffee a month, we'd definitely appreciate that. And I think that gets all that, that the doobly-doo out of our way about our show. Finally, you can find our hosts on Twitter uh, to ask about various things that they do in their life. For example, you can ask Crofton about award shows. Where... Where you should definitely not take advice from Croft on how to find use a me mute button. Lobbying Harvey Weinstein at Weinstein on Twitter at Croft and Steers. Harvey, look at my movie, read my script. It's Oscar material. I tell All you. All right. Na, 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 na. Um, 
If you want to find out more about Michael Hodgins and his fabulous top hat, and now I know you're intrigued, where can uh, they find you, Mike? Our listeners, that is. They can find me nominated for most cynical jerk face podcaster at the upcoming <laughs> podcast awards. I think I'm primed to win it. You know, I think you'd be super proud if you won a award. Like <laughs> well, especially if that was the category. They're like, and the winner, most cynical jerk face podcaster. I'd and, be like, and when you win, you need to win with that top hat too. That oh hat. yeah, well it's an award show. I'd bring out my my tux. Um, yeah, you can follow me at ML Hodgins if you like. Sweet. You'd be nowhere to close to winning that award. Uh, all right, and you can find me on the Twitter at Bo Schwartz. Um, uh, I think that's going to wrap up our, our our business, guys. You have any closing thoughts on the subject of award shows? Would you perhaps I hate like to... them? I hate all them. Right. <laughs> There's you know, so much. I hate them with every fiber of my. You know, speaking of movies, though, one although thing, this is not, wait, no, oh. I just wanted to mention one thing. It's related to award shows. Okay. Um, do you, there used to be this. Oh, God, what was it? Okay, this is going to be it. Okay. <laughs> this guy who was on the celebrity game show where he was like the background, he had a big beard. I think his name was Chris Valanche. Tom DeLuise. Bruce Valanche. Yes, okay, good. That guy, it seemed to me the reason that guy was famous was that he wrote the scripts for award shows. Certainly, that was something he did often. And I was like, man... That guy sucks at writing comedy because the award show is a blow. And it was also clear from his appearance on whatever show I'm referencing. What was I, it? I, I think it'd be funny if we get to like fascism or like Nazism on this show. And you guys are like, look, we hate this, but not as much as award shows. So it's kind of, you know, f- oh, yeah. Nazism here. Award shows here. <laughs> but you know what? To qualify the bat, is that some things, some issues that we deal with on this show are complex, right? Like some, like something like democracy. Surfing. Well, no, not surfing. That's a simple one. But some of them are simple. Some of them are complex. This is a simple thing. It's There's not much to it. And it's pretty easy to say, I, don't, I see no redeeming qualities in this thing. But something like a system of government, you know, like monarchy. I think I ended up saying that was bad. But that's a more complicated discussion even to get at that. It's much more complicated than something like award shows. They're clearly bad. I'm pretty like sure I'm there some, was less passion, though. I feel like I'm somehow being <laughs> well, accused of overcomplicating this issue indirectly. Who, me? Huh? I feel like I'm being accused of overcomplicating this issue indirectly. They're a cartel, damn it. Criminal oh. organization. Yeah, but Bo, what isn't, for God's sake? <laughs> okay. Listen to our episode on capitalism. <laughs> what is... Uh, that's a good note to end on. There you go. What is... Hello? It? Illuminati? Yes. Yes. Mission complete. I knew he was a show. I answer my phone. Hello, Illuminati. (laughs) (laughs) This is why they always punish me. Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. 
For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the Random Topic Generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.